Welcome to Fortitude at Work, a podcast all about building your mental and emotional strength. Pull up a chair and join in the chat with your hosts, Leanne and John. Let's talk all things that put fortitude to work for you. <laughs> Hello, Johnny. Hello. Welcome back. Yes. This is episode something, season something? Episode nine, season two. Cool. We're here. I'm on the ball. You are. And what are we talking about today? Positivity. Oh, I love it. Yes, I was listening when you suggested that on the way over. I'm feeling very positive about being positive. Oh, good. Well, that's one of us. How'd you get there? <laughs> There's lots of ways of getting there, but let's save that for as we go through. Okay. Why is positivity important? You asking me? Yeah, I am. Um, there's no one else here. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I could Jerry. ask Jerry. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yes. Uh, it helps you get through the day. It's yes. good good for relationships, good for mental health. Yes. Good for having a, a happier life. Yes. We actually know scientifically mm. that positive people, people who have a positive outlook on life, tend to live longer. Really? Yeah, they okay. do. Okay. Yep. It's scientifically proven. So there's a lot of health benefits to living a positive life. Okay. So um, if you're not happy and negative, you're, you're shortening your life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think, too, the other thing that we need to be aware of as we get older is, you know, this sort of negative bias that we, we tend to kind of carry. We okay. can carry with us through life. And that's built in, isn't it? Yeah, we, we kind of, I guess we become a bit worn down yeah. um, as we grow and we can be a little bit jaded because we've got so much life experience that might reinforce some of the negative thinking that yeah. we've had. So we've got to really be aware of that. And I just happen to have a little little experiment here to show you, Johnny. Okay, good. Okay? Yep. yep. You ready? Yep. And I'll send the clip through to Jerry so he can put it in to the actual episode. Um, I just happen to have here, and I'll hold this up here first. I happen to have this beautiful field. So I'm going to show it to you, Johnny. Mm -hmm. Tell me, what's the first thing you see? The red tulip. The red tulip. Yeah. And, you know, that's actually true of most people. Mm. The red tulip is the first thing that you would see. Mm. Why is that? Because it sticks out. It sticks out. It's the one thing that's different. Mm. But what's the biggest shame about that is that what you're actually looking at is a field of absolutely beautiful flowers. Okay. Can we do this again where I say there's a field of beautiful <laughs> No, because I gotcha. Okay. 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 I gotcha. There's a field of one red tulip. <laughs> yep. So when we look at just the one red tulip, mm -hmm. we actually miss the field of absolutely beautiful yellow tulips. We do. Right. We do. And this is very symbolic of the sorts of things that we might experience as adults in life. So I don't know if you've ever had um, a performance review, for mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. So you might go into a performance review with um, your boss and the boss tells you 10 fabulous things that you've done really well and one thing that you could improve on. Yep. You spend the rest of the day thinking about the one thing that he wasn't happy with yep. or she wasn't happy with. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think that goes back to when we were on the Savannah. Uh, thousands of years ago where we had to be ever vigilant of the negative around us, you know, for our own physical safety. So we spent a lot of time um, being on guard for the negative. 
um, we're a lot safer now. Yes. Um, but we still have that built in somewhere that says um, uh, we have to be vigilant of something that um, could be a negative in our life. So it becomes more prominent in our thinking. And yeah. Our, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, when you get feedback, whether we say there's nine fantastic things that you've done, but there's one thing that might need improvement, straight away our thoughts go to the negative and, yeah. and hang there for a while. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And we, we tend to uh, gravitate towards those negative experiences more and more as we get older. Mm. And that's a shame, right, because we miss out on the field of tulips. We do. And, yeah. and sometimes, too, because the one great power we have as humans is to change. Mm -hmm. That really does separate us from any other species on the planet, I guess, is that we can consciously change. Yep. We can make that effort. But if we live in a world of negativity bias or where we're, we're just so used to things not happening, yeah. we do tend to miss when they do. So, and for example, when Kyson, thanks, Kyson, when Kyson... Empties the dishwasher. This is one of his sons. Yes. Yes. And I'm so used to the dishwasher never getting emptied mm. that when he does that, there's a chance that I'm going to miss it mm. because I'm so used to it not happening. Mm. And that's not to say he doesn't do it. He does actually do it. But mm. because I already have this, oh, I've got to do everything in the kitchen thing, mm. which is completely unfounded because you do a lot in the kitchen as well. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, it's a, um, you get used to it. Yeah, I'm already yeah. setting myself up yeah. for what's not going to happen. And you can even build resentment. And, uh, and if there is uh, a tipping point where you, uh, have a, you're tired, yeah. having a bad day, a couple of things have happened, and then Kyson walks into the room and goes straight past the dishwasher, Yeah. Um, there may be a bit of an explosion there or release of yeah. that, that uh, pent-up frustration. Yeah. Yeah. And you go, wow, it's just a dishwasher. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Is that the point? Yeah, that's the point. Okay. And and I think, too, the we, we need to be very careful about the language that we tell ourselves, that we say to ourselves that kind of can keep us in that negative subconscious space, you know. Mm. So I might... Um, get up in the morning, we're getting ready to walk the dogs, so we walk the dogs every day, mm -hmm. and you're short with me in the morning. Never. <laughs> Never happens. This is just, uh, you know, just, just for the exercise, you're saying. You're short with me in the morning, and I'm thinking in my head, oh, my goodness, he's angry with me because I didn't make the bed when I got up this morning. Mm. Like That's the story that I tell myself. And I think Brene Brown explains that, doesn't she, really well. She does. She says the story that I tell myself in my head mm. and I go off with, you know, my whole gone with the wind thing of, mm. oh, he's angry with me because I didn't make the bed and mm. he thinks I don't care and he thinks that he's doing all the work and I've got this whole story going on in my head. Mm. But, in fact, you're short with me because you're cold and you couldn't find your jumper that morning. It has nothing to do with you. That's right. It's nothing no, to do with me. Mm. And I've also, uh, and I've met people, and I've been this person where um, you can convince yourself that you are almost cursed. You can go through your life going, um, I'm, li <laughs> I'm living through Murphy's Law, that yeah. everything, everything could go wrong does go wrong. Yeah, that's um, it. And it can, it can become so severe that even when good things happen, you go, well, clearly something bad's coming. Yeah. <laughs> So that's I'm not right. I'm not even going to enjoy the good no, because right. I'm so used to having um, lost stuff, uh, missed out on stuff, uh, 
you know, other people are so much luckier than I am. I, I seem to get the raw end of the stick. I keep getting ripped yep. off all the time and even catastrophizing around yeah. that. And there's almost comfort in that habit that I am a loser and I'm happy with being a loser yeah. because it gives me a chance to tell the world how much I keep getting ripped off all the time. Yeah. And it's my boss's fault, my wife's fault, the government's fault. Yes. And how sad is it then to miss out on the moments of joy mm. because you're already living in the future That's or it. you don't feel worthy of it? Yeah, and you spend all your time either in the future or the past. Yeah. And even when you have a nice now, you don't you don't give it any attention. Yeah. You miss out. And I know that in the next episode we're going to be talking about finding the gap okay. in the way that we make decisions and the way we react to mm. situations. That's coming up next. Yeah. Um, we're not going to tell you anything about that now. We're going to leave you hanging on just being living in a world that sucks and we're not giving you any strategies to get out of that world. We're going to stay in that world of negativity just for the next few That's minutes. That's right. Better yeah. subscribe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yep. um, but how sad yeah. to miss those moments. It is. You know, it really is sad to miss those moments. So, um, And so how do, we, how do we get positive? What do we do? Mm. Well... As you said, we can go in gap hunting later in the next episode. We can give some strategies. But it probably just being aware um, of the process in the first instance, and that is um, uh, watching yourself, witnessing yourself with that negative outlook. Trying to catch yourself out. Yeah, just noticing it, I think, and being aware that, that there is a habit of being negative or fearing the worst in and spending a lot of time in the future and yeah. worrying about it. Do you think, yeah. and this is a bit bold, and you can tell me to yeah. leave the room, okay, am I will? Leave the room. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not now. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, do you think that we see ourselves in the people that are around us? So, for example, if I'm a negative Nelly, do, does, does misery like company, really? Mm. Does misery like company? And we were just talking before we started to film about... Um, Jill Bolt Taylor, the the woman that had the stroke in the shower, so she did have the opportunity to separate her yeah. um, brain, yep. and she she had this enlightenment yep. as a, as a um, result of that. Mm. But one of the things she said was, you know, be the energy that you want to bring into a room. Yep. And so, do you think if we, if we're negative, we surround ourselves with negative people? Well, and positive people tend to be with positive people. Yeah, well, there's there's safety and habit. So if you um, not only are living in a habitual life that is consistent and you've got other people around you that are consistently negative, then you have there's a bit of safety in that. It's not a very nice way to live, um, but there's no surprises. There's no mm. fear in that. It's just, yes, it's another shitty day. Yeah. Uh, just like I expected. And yeah. just as it has been and as it always will be. Yeah. So they sort of sit in that. But if you, as you say, if you go, okay, if there's another way and it involves change, then I'm going to have to do something different. Yeah. Uh, and, and doing something different gives you the opportunity to have a more joyful life, a more peaceful life, a less victim yeah. type. And think, you know. maybe think about the company I keep. You yeah, know? Yeah, you can, yeah, you can make decisions around um, who you associate with. Yeah. Um, and if you uh, you have been a part of that process, so they've kept you in their life because you keep everyone down. You yeah. keep them in your life because it keeps everyone down. But if you make a conscious decision that I want to rise and be happier, then probably changing your environment is one of the one of the ways you can do that. Yeah. And that's the people you spend time with. Yeah, the people you spend time with. Are you spending mm. time with positive people? Yeah. 
You know, are you actually doing that? Yeah, I find those really annoying, happy people. Yeah, God. <laughs> Don't they know the world's bad? <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, with those positive people, that's probably a really good start. Mm. And then there's just, you know, the kind of physical things that we can be doing to, yeah. um, to yeah. help our, ourselves feel and act in a more positive way, right? Well, we had a conversation with one of our, our sons this week about um, physical activity and the University of Adelaide uh, recently come, uh, there was a study around um, the value of exercise. Right. Uh, and they've put it right up there with narrative counselling. So they're going, you can go see a, a therapist to talk about uh, and vent about your life and, and get some positive effects from that. Johndiamond.com.au. There you go. Or you can go for a walk or yeah. a jog or to the gym and yeah. get equal, equal value yeah. from that process. So, yeah, exercise cannot be understated. Yeah, the definitely. The value in that. Definitely. Yeah. I think, too, thinking about the language that we use in our head, mm. like there's a whole range of strategies. So, for example, thinking about the language. So if we say, oh, I knew everything was going to go wrong for me today or, oh, it, my life's just so stressful, mm. That's just an all-encompassing umbrella term, right? Mm. But we need to add to that if we want to be in a more positive state. Mm. Is that true? Like what part of that is actually true? Yeah. And as Brene Brown said, you um, the, the conversation you're having in your head, the, what you're saying to yourself, the head chatter, um, if you can step outside of that and hear what you're saying yeah. and how negative it is and how it may not be true. Yeah, it may not be true. Yeah. I might have had a stressful trip to the office because mm. I got stuck in traffic. Mm. But when I got to the office, somebody kindly bought me a cup of tea. Mm. That wasn't stressful. Yeah. That or, was lovely. That's right. Or someone accidentally spilled their cup of tea and you've gone, that person's been out to get me. And I think they spend all their time <laughs> wanting to make my life a misery. They are. They want to make my life a misery. Uh, that's the that's what you're saying. Yeah. When in fact that person's just doing the best with they can in their day. And isn't that interesting? Like mm. really, we are our the only characters in our own story, mm. but we think other people think we play a major role in their stories, mm. but really we don't. No, but like you know, I had an instance the other day with mum, and mum was getting ready to go to her social club, and she'd said to me, oh, I can't wear that because I wore that last week, that top, right? I can't wear that top because I wore that top last week. Mm. I said, so? She goes, well, people will know. Yeah, the second she walks in there, there'll be 17 ladies over the age of 80 going, my God, she's yeah. wearing the same shirt. So I said to her, okay, mm. so can you tell me mm. what top did Beryl wear last week? <laughs> she goes, I don't know. Mm. And what top did James wear last week? I don't know. So mm. why would they even remember what top you wore last week? Mm. Mm. Everyone's thinking about themselves. Yeah, I think that's really handy to remember where you think people are looking at you, thinking about you, and if you reverse it and go, hang on a sec, am I doing that to that person? Mm. If the answer is no, then you're not the main character in their story. No. They are. No, Just and, like you are in your own story. And if you do come across people that uh, appear vindictive and do say, oh, my God, you've obviously only got one shirt, Daphne, um, you can be sure that they spend all their time worrying about what other people <laughs> think of them as well. That, that's, that's saying so, more about them, right? It is. So. so if you get two of those people in one space, oh, it goes around in circles, they will spend all day just um, gossiping. Yeah. Uh, they'll judging, Again, it's criticizing. the company you keep, isn't it? It is, and they'll stay in this negative cycle or almost spiral 
into the world is terrible and we're going to sit here and, and detail it. Yeah. That's not a nice way to live. No. No. So move from Beryl over to Sally. Yeah, move over yeah. to Sally. And he then, says, oh, my God, you look gorgeous, yeah. even if Sally might have noticed, yeah. but she's going to say, you look gorgeous Thank God you've worn that shirt again. I was wondering about that. Yeah. I love that yeah, shirt. Yeah, that's right. That's who you want to be with. Yeah. We've got to make those choices. So yeah. there's that. We've talked about exercise. Mm-hmm. Music. Let's not forget music. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the beat. You yeah. go right down to the heartbeat in the womb, apparently. Yeah. And that is that the safety of that you felt in the womb with that heartbeat that was in your life. Yeah. And then uh, as you go through life, you, the, the beats you hear and, and the value you get from that and the chemical yeah, releases the from that. the positive music. Absolutely. I have a playlist in Spotify called Leanne's Inspiration Playlist. And so whenever I'm going to something tough, maybe it's a, a sales meeting, I'm going to present an idea to be a keynote. Mm. Maybe it's um, a lecture at uni that I've never done before. I'm not sure how it's going to go. In the car, I will play that playlist because that music will help to put me in the right frame of mind. So don't listen to a ballad. Don't listen to a ballad. And in fact, we had that on the way over, right? Uh, What did we listen to? This morning you said to me, I can't listen to this music. It's not good for me. Yes. Yeah, I didn't want that. Yeah, it was a musical. About yeah, something. next to normal. Yeah, and I'm yeah. talking about the death of their son. And, yeah. And I'm going, yeah, can, yeah. I uh, can't do that today. So my, what, what you go to um, uh, lift me music? What's it's the, called my inspiration playlist. It's got lots and lots yeah, but of what's, music on it. What's the one? Just grab one. Um, Brave. Brave? Yeah. By, is that Well, Kate? there's two actually. There's yeah. one by um, Kate Sobrano. Okay. Um, I won't sing it. I sing it every day, don't I? <laughs> you do. Yeah, I won't ever walk away. I'll just be brave and stay. Oh, cool. It's an old 80s song from Kate Sobrano. And there's another one from another singer. I can't think of her name, but um, it's called The Brave Song, I think it is. Nice. But I have a whole whole list of them. Mine's um, ACDC, Black in Black. Is is it Back in Black? Back in Black, Black, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, put that on. By the end of that song, (laughs) I can take on the world. Yeah. Yours, Jerry? What's, what's, what's your, what's your go-to? Uh, for a motivational song? Yeah. Um, maybe the Spin Doctors. Oh, nice. Um, two Princes. Yeah. Oh. Two Princesses. Um, that's very, very, like, upbeat. I like a lot of, like, 90s doof. Yep. Um, that's very, like, yeah, energising right. for me. That's it. Yeah. There you go. That's it. mellow stuff, like Pink Floyd as well. To, Lovely. The quiet stuff. Yeah. There you go. So you've got the lift, and then you've got the, um, the relax me. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's a great tool. Um, I think movies are mm. fantastic for positivity. Mm. Look, the, I, the reason we're all loving Ted Lasso is mm. because of the positive messages that come out of it, right? Yeah, he just keeps being okay with everyone. Yeah. He does. He forgives. And, and he, he has these little nuggets of gold and he comes across that the character's very authentic. Yeah, he's not embarrassed. Yep. No, he likes himself. And there's some really positive messages. Absolutely. Around the, there with anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. It's well done. Speaking of musical theatre, with perhaps the, ex- the exception of Next to Normal, but, you know, we, we go to musical theatre, for example, because usually there's a problem in the beginning, there's a hero or heroine or a person who comes along in the middle who can help solve the problem, and then at the end we all leave the theatre feeling happy and, you know, on cloud nine because, I don't know, the Little Mermaid's Safe. got legs or something, yes. I don't know. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the mermaid got legs. I don't know. But you know what I mean. We, yeah. we structure those stories. <laughs> we structure those stories to feel good. We do. 
We do. At the end. So making an effort to engage in positive yeah. media. Yeah. For example. Yeah. And whatever you direct your energy into, you'll get more of. Yeah. So if you were in a, you know, a Zenity for attitude of gratitude, um, then you'll, you'll, more good stuff will come. If you, yeah. If you spend all your time being negative, then you'll just have more of that. Yeah. And gratitude's a, a great point, isn't yeah. it? Henry Ford said, uh, whether you think you can or you can't, you'll be right. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, yeah. And gratitude's a really, really good first step into positivity, a positive mindset. Yeah. Being grateful for the things I have. And I'm very grateful for you, Johnny. Me, you too. Oh. Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. right, we'll turn the cameras off and have a snog. Okay, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for your time today. Hope you got some great takeaways from our chats. If you'd like to know more about John and his counselling, go to johndiamond.com.au. If you'd like to know a bit more about Leanne and the work she does in the mental health of small business owners, go to fortitudeatwork.com.au. Don't forget, check the show notes for any additional information about support and resources specifically for small business owners.